0: Hi there, welcome to Fierce Marriage. I am Selena and I'm Ryan. We are excited to talk to you about the awesome power of appreciation yes. in, within your marriage. Um we've just kind of been seeing the fruit of this in our own life and felt like it was time to have a good conversation about what it means to appreciate your spouse. Um, what the Bible talks about, like how it, uh, applies mm-hmm. to our own marriage. And
1: yeah, I really think, uh, appreciation, joy, contentment, and just, uh, enjoyment in your marriage. Mm-hmm. They all go hand in hand. Yes. They're all very related and they, they're they all biblical.
0: Right. Well, and they combat the enemy on so many levels, yes. you know, with your marriage. So yes. we are excited to dive into that.
1: Yes. This is a huge topic, really hugely important to us. Yeah. And so, yeah, we thank you for joining us. Go ahead. <laughs>
0: We'll see you on the other side. Yes, there you go. Welcome to the Fierce Marriage Podcast, where we believe that marriage takes a fierce tenacity that never gives up and refuses to give in.
1: Here we'll share openly and honestly about all things marriage, sex, communication, finances, priorities, purpose, and everything in between.
0: Laugh, ponder, and join in on candid, gospel centered conversations. This is Fierce Marriage. Well, kind of a big episode today for us, because yeah. it is our, well, it's the week of our 15-year anniversary 15 of being years. married, being hitched.
1: Yep. Actually, and we've been together for uh, over 19 years. Yeah. We dated for four years, yep. two years in high school, and then two, two years in college. I thought, you know, it's not getting any easier to to love this woman. I better marry her before <laughs> I get myself in trouble. <laughs> So I sold my car, bought a ring, and asked you, and you said yes. And
0: here we are today, 15 years later.
1: Here we are. Yeah. yeah. So, so in honor of that. Yes. So there's a, actually, okay, we're going to have a lot of kind of housekeeping stuff. We'll make it quick, though. In honor of our 15-year anniversary, we would love to give you 15% off anything in our store that's off the lowest marked price of mm. anything in our store.
0: That's awesome. We never do sales. We
1: never do sales because, frankly, it's it, there's a lot of reasons we don't do them. But anyway, use this coupon code. You go to shop.fiercemarriage.com. We've got all our books, and there's some posters, and there's a fierce rings in there. Uh, you can get 15% off anything and everything, as much of it as you want to buy. Uh, f- use this coupon code, 15 years. I'll put a link with the coupon code in this uh in this episode description, what are you going to say The
0: something? code is 1-5-years, not 15. I'll, put,
1: I'll use both in case someone oh, gets wow. mistake, mistaken. Yay. Okay.
0: You can't, you
1: can't double up on the codes, but okay. the both will work. Coupon code 15-years. Go to shop.fiercemarriage.com and yeah, grab yourself a book. Grab a bundle for the wife or the bundle for the husband or a bundle <laughs> for both of you and some rings and all that good stuff. Woo. And uh, anyway, Hope blesses you. We're super blessed. We yes. feel like we've had an incredible marriage. Uh, not easy, but also awesome.
0: Yes. God has been so good to us and sanctifying to us and just built our relationship in so many ways. He's built it out. He's built it up. And we are just so grateful that he's continuing to deepen our roots um, Mm -hmm. in him.
1: And by Uh, the way, that code will only be available for (laughs) till the end of the sixth, which is that Thursday is the sixth on a Thursday. Yes.
0: Yes. That is our, that is our actual wedding date. Yeah, or actually, we're in date. September sixth. Yeah, 6th. so
1: midnight on the sixth is when that code will expire. So jump Ooh. on it. Okay, another, some more housekeeping <clears throat> stuff. Thank you for our listeners, to our listeners and uh, reviewers mm-hmm. for uh, for, <laughs> for for listening, for and, listening and reviewing. And reviewing. <laughs> Sorry, I was going to look up a review that someone left that was very encouraging. Aww. Basically, they said they were looking for a gospel-centered marriage podcast, yeah. and they found us, and they're so happy to have. Joined the community. Yes. I just want to say I'm thankful and happy that you found us and you found us as gospel centered. Right. Because that is one of our biggest concerns. <laughs>
0: yes. And I really, I just don't think we say it enough. Um, but it really is a joy to serve. Um, it's a joy to be able to write books about God and about marriage and to just share everything that He has done in our hearts. Because to me, like, that is so. Exciting! Like I love to mm-hmm. be able to share how God has has brought forth resolution and clarity yeah. and wisdom and knowledge into our own hearts, and I it's like you just want to scream it from the mountaintops. And writing books and and doing these kinds of things, doing the podcast, this is all a part of that, and it's it really is a joy. So thank you so much mm, for your yeah. reviews. They definitely encor- encourage us. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah just want to clarify that. yeah
1: and and those reviews are extremely encouraging also our patrons on yeah. patreon that is super uh encouraging to us as well it actually tangibly helps us if you know what patreon is it's a way for us to partner with you our listeners and get uh, our support directly from you Mm -hmm. if you are passionate about christian marriage gospel-centered marriage about seeing god's design for marriage um made known Mm -hmm. and shouted from the mountaintops in popular media then we would hope that you could partner with us Mm -hmm. and there's lots of benefits for you if you do that so if that's you go to patreon.com slash Fierce Marriage. Mm. That's Patreon. P a t r e o n. dot com slash Fierce Marriage. Okay. Finally, if you have any questions, you can uh, send those in. If you're listening to this and you feel like there's a a burning question on your heart, go to FierceMarriage. dot com slash podcast and there's a button there, or you can call or text this number 971-333-1120. 1120 There's all the news.
0: Awesome. So let's dive into our highs and lows.
1: Well, we weren't really going to do that. We were gonna... you said
0: you wanted to do it quick. Well,
1: no, but then I said I'm going to talk you about a story. You just want to share story. something? Yeah. Okay. So, so
0: Ryan just wants to share a we, little story that goes along with what we're talking about today, and it's yeah. really it's really sweet. And well, it's,
1: okay. It's, it's, it's sweet. It's heartbreaking. heartbreaking. My, <laughs> our daughter, she's four and a half. We're just
0: being transparent here, people. She'll be
1: five in December, yeah. so
0: yeah.
1: Uh, she's getting up there in age, <laughs> starting <laughs> to think about college. Um, no, I'm kidding. Uh, but we were we were hanging out with some friends last night and uh, the guys went out for we went to a buddy's house to talk about guy stuff and the the kids all stayed at um, our friend's house this
0: is how we do our community groups like the guys will go out one wednesday night and then the girls might hang out together with the kids and then we'll meet all as a group the next Wednesday and then the girls will go out. So it's kind of, you get some kind of like one-on-one or like discipleship guy time Focused and girl time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's just to bring some context So this was the that. guy's
1: turn to go out. Yes. And Selena, you had a, you had a, a meeting with somebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you ended up having, I took the girls, dropped them off at our, our friend's, friend's house, house. and yeah. Where, where a couple of moms were there, a couple of ladies were there taking care of them. And then I drove up when I got back, I picked him up and Della was just, um, she was so had so much fun. She was excited. And then we got in the car and she started crying and I, and I, you know, it was late. So some of it, she was tired. Mm-hmm. It was like after nine o'clock. So, I mean, she sh- should have been yeah. falling asleep in the car. <laughs> and, um, she was just like, Oh, I just want, I want to move so bad. I want to move into their house. They have the best house. It's my most favorite house ever. <laughs> And you know they have all the best toys and all this stuff. And really, some of it's like it's just new. Yeah. Anyway, she started saying, "I want, I can't wait for them to move so that we can move into their house because I don't like our house and all this kind of stuff." And <laughs> and I was oh, just, the
0: heart of a five year old. Oh my
1: word! And I'll tell you what. And I was a little tired too. My heart broke. Yeah. And I mean that sincerely. In that I just, I didn't, you know, I didn't go. It wasn't like I'm insecure about what we've provided because I know that she was tired and all that kind of stuff. But really, I saw what she was doing and that she was coveting. So I talked to her and I I, I was just real gentle because, you know, she's young. You've been really having a hard time with coveting lately. That's
0: what this is. It's naming it. And you've
1: been coveting is when you Mm -hmm. want someone else's, you know, things or you want someone else's life in some way or Mm -hmm. whatever. And uh, you know, and she started internalizing it a little bit. And but really, my heart broke because I could see that the path that she was on mm. is a. It's something that I do mm-hmm. with God. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this This must be how God feels when we covet, when we mm. when we look outside of what He's provided for us, mm. and we and we don't acknowledge it as the good gift and the right gift that it is. Mm. But we somehow want something else for the wrong reasons. That's so good. You anyway, know, I saw the path that she's heading down, and my heart broke <coughs> because I, I know that it leads to to pain and more death and more tears, Mm -hmm. death in like the spiritual sense and the soul sense. Mm -hmm. And that it's, it's not life giving. And, and I know that I've gone down that path and I felt all those things. Mm -hmm. And as her father, I don't want her to go that way. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we're, we're beginning to talk through what it means to be grateful and what it means to appreciate things and what it means to express, Appreciation, gratitude, but also to to contrast that with coveting, which mm-hmm. is against God's best for us, and right. um, it's in, it's one of the um, Ten Commandments to not covenant and which she's uh, to not covenant cov co- covet. Co- covet. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> we talk about covenant a lot, we so <laughs> uh, to not covet things. And um, anyway, so that's kind of goes into this today's uh, today's podcast episode. And we were going to do a bunch of questions. I know we always put these questions off, uh, but because it's our anniversary, uh, Kind of episode
0: we decided to choose. <laughs> we decided that you
1: know what we deserve this, honey.
0: <laughs> no, because <laughs> no, I think it's a good. Uh, we it. can
1: ch- we can change the topic. Yeah. Well,
0: when you're, I don't know. I feel like times like your anniversary are times that you reflect back on mm, yep. how much you might appreciate each other, or looking back at some memories, which really kind of elicit, for me at least, these feelings of gratefulness um, and appreciation, and remembering some of the memories. Remembering the memories is just being redundant here. <laughs> but remembering the moments that we've, we've shared together, you know, the good, right. the bad, the highs, the lows. Um, <clears throat> and, and
1: seeing how gratitude and appreciation has really become kind of a, a currency in oh, our marriage. yeah, over time. over time. Over time, and celebrating that. So we thought it was a good excuse to talk about this topic because right. a lot of couples, so, you know, a lot. So we, Fierce Marriage, the book we wrote, mm-hmm. is, you know, it came out in April. And it, it is really kind of geared toward establishing foundations. Whether you've been married for decades or just newly engaged, right. it's at establishing foundations on God's word and foundational principles for how you communicate, how you love, how you experience intimacy, how you deal with priorities mm-hmm. and finance, all those things. But really, when you get past kind of the foundational part, you get this cruising altitude, then it becomes a fa- a fight between like... In, uh, what gratitude, like the inertia of gratitude, mm-hmm. right? Where you stop giving gratitude, you stop experiencing appreciation. You right. stop. You start getting harmful levels of familiarity, right. where you take each other for granted in ways right. that are harmful. Right. Um, or maybe you're not uh, being familiar in the right ways. Right. Right. And so that's why we thought this was maybe pertinent for us mm-hmm. being going on 15 yep. in our 15th year yeah. of marriage now.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or no,
1: 16th year, just crossing the 15th Creating. year. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yes. So. You know, this this whole podcast, again, like you said, is just kind of this conversation about why and how we can, uh, why we should appreciate our spouse, like the importance of it, because I think sometimes we just gloss over it, and how we can appreciate them. And what does the Bible say? I mean, the Bible isn't, isn't saying, you know, here's how to appreciate your spouse, but it does outline how to love them intentionally. It does outline, you know, the flip side of what happens when we don't appreciate our spouse or we fall out of being grateful and content with what God has given us. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's just begin with defining appreciation. We'll just go to Webster and Google.
1: Yeah, Google is our nickname for. It. No <laughs> one knows what that means. I know. Think, oh, she's pronouncing it wrong.
0: Google. She's got it wrong. I got it wrong. <laughs> we joke about calling her Google whenever
1: cause... she does uh, navigation. Navigation. In the car, <laughs> GPS. Google said turn right. <clears throat> anyway, anyway. Yeah. the so
0: it's what we defined appreciation as or what the webster's dictionary says is the recognition and enjoyment of the good qualities of someone or something
1: that's good recognition is so huge one of the ways that we looked at it too was it's seeing mm-hmm. right it's one thing to to see someone it's another to perceive them mm-hmm. right so i can see my daughter scutter across the floor and run and play or whatever but mm-hmm. when i perceive them and i see you know they're just their likeness and i actually begin to appreciate them mm. that's when my my affections are stirred for them it's right. the same with you Slimy. get so busy right and if i see you as the woman that god has given me right so the, the way i like to define it is like this is seeing and perceiving the goodness and graces of god and the gifts he has given us mm-hmm. right so the great that's <clears throat> that's not just not just seeing the gift and being thankful for the gift itself but seeing the goodness of God Mm -hmm. in the gift, the goodness of God in giving me the wife that I have, the daughters that I have, this life that he's given us, not coveting something else, you know, but actually seeing God in the the gifts.
0: Right. And it's important just to kind of back up a little bit, but appreciation is, I think for us, we've discovered it's so much more important um, than it then we tend to just kind of gloss over and think, yeah, I need to appreciate them or buy them coffee or something like that. But when you really are appreciating your spouse, um, it really can go a long ways for your relationship. It really can stir your affections um, for each other. And, excuse me, you know, when you just said seeing and perceiving, you know, the goodness and the grace of God, Mm -hmm. you can't really do that until, you know, we we slow down and I'm so I'm jumping into this next section of how can we appreciate our spouse mm-hmm. how can we see how can we recognize and enjoy those good qualities and perceive like the goodness of God in yeah. them well we can't do that if we're not connecting if we're not slowing down and being intentional
1: yeah. about
0: our time with them and then you take that a step further and if we if we don't we can't be intentional and pursue them and love them and see them and see God in them. If we don't know them, Yeah, if we aren't spending time with them, if we're not understanding their love languages, and how do they feel appreciated? How can yeah. I make them feel and experience that?
1: Yeah. I love this. Uh, I love the analogy of food for this mm. because, So if you've ever seen the movie Ratatouille, (laughs) I think they did such a brilliant job of illustrating what the experience of food is when you really appreciate the nuances of it. Right. Because I am so bad at this, but I'll just be like, oh, good. yum, I'm (laughs) chicken. I'll I'll, gobble it all up. And I'm like, didn't even really appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It tasted good. Mm hmm. But mostly I was just like, for whatever reason, you just get in a rush.
0: Yeah. Or maybe the hunger is just so deep yeah. sometimes. And so,
1: but the times, so like whenever you've had like a really good steak mm-hmm. or anything that's like a really good version of what you like. Mm-hmm. And you can stop and really appreciate the nuances of it. So we, we, um, I think recently we did have a a, I made some steaks. We bought them at the local market Mm -hmm. on the way home on a spurt. Like it was a total random thing. We saw a sign on the side of the road. I was like, let's get steaks. And (laughs) and so we got them and I tried to like marinate them really well. And we cooked them this, you know, the right way, the best way I can on our horrible grill that we have. (laughs) We need to get a new one, um, (laughs) be content appreciate your grill
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay <laughs>
1: point taken and uh anyway when you like stop and even closing off the other senses now this I don't want to get to whatever but honestly it helps me express like I feel like God's goodness is in that right or that I mentioned a few podcast episodes back that I went um on like a um I spent a day, I call it my be and believe day. I'm doing once a month where I just go and take nothing but my Bible and a journal. um, And I go be uh, just to be with God, not getting anything from him, but just being with him.
0: Well, and turning off all distractions and whatnot.
1: Yes. And not not like a retreat where I'm trying to get an answer or direction, but really just trying to be and commune with God. Um, And I had this meal and it was like the best burger and fries I've had in years. (laughs) And I just was like, man, this is so good. And it's good because I was so attuned to God's goodness at that moment and so attuned to what he was. I I was so appreciative of everything that he is. Right. And so that burger made that even more. The burger itself was just probably mediocre, but like it was so good in light of the good God that we have. So to me, it's stopping and slowing down and, and really attuning your senses to experiencing the good grace of God Mm. and the gifts that he's given you. And in this case, we're talking about each other, right? So, when I stop and look at you, I'm just going to keep going. Okay. But when I stop and look at you, you're in the kitchen and you're, or you're not always in the kitchen, but it always happens in the kitchen, I feel like. Because <laughs> I'm passing in the through. Kitchen, yeah.
0: Life happens there. <laughs>
1: and, yeah. And I'm passing through because the office is like the, the rest of the house. The kitchen's between my office and the rest of the house. Yeah. So, if I have to go do anything else, I'm passing by. And mm-hmm. a lot of times you're there. And if I just stop and say, wow, look at. Hey, look how beautiful you are. Look at you're serving our family so well in this moment, in this way. You're making, you know, lunch for the girls or Mm -hmm. a snack, or you're just, you know, making me some coffee or whatever. And I'm just, when I perceive that, man, my, And you're like, stop interrupting what I'm doing I like want to give you a hug (laughs) and give you a kiss and all this stuff. And you
0: need to communicate to me that you're appreciating (laughs) me. Then I'll be like, oh, no, not really.
1: But like, yeah, you don't always, you're you're not in that same mindset all the time because you're working on something. I get
0: task oriented.
1: And you'll do the same to me though. I'll be working and you'll come up and be like, oh, you're just, you're so diligent for us. And I'm like, I'm thinking right now, leave me alone. (laughs) (laughs) I'm focusing. (laughs) Ships in the and bank. I'm like, you're so diligent with it. What? Yeah. And your point? Please leave. Thank you. <laughs> we're not that mean no, to each other. No, we're but. not.
0: We're not. But, um. Anyways, getting back into just our little conversation about how we can appreciate each other, like you saying, slow down, really perceive the goodness in your spouse. Pers- you know, we're looking at 15 years. You know, I look at the people that we were when we got married, and then the people we are today, and where God has brought us. Um, you know, the world around us really is is going faster and faster. I feel like, and being more and more inundated. Mm. And I think the more that we can slow down and be intentional with each other, the the better we are able to appreciate and experience like the goodness and joy okay. that God's given us. Um.
1: So how does how does one slow down? How do you? I mean, well, for us, how do I you mean, you slow down. I, you like if you feel Myself? like I'm going too fast. How do I slow down and appreciate these? The, the, I think my it's, spouse. I
0: think it's creating some margin in your schedule. It starts there, um, and creating being okay with that margin. And it's but being how do self- you,
1: But do you create margin in your schedule? I'm putting you on the spot.
0: What, yes, I do create margin.
1: But how do you go about doing that in your day to day? Saying no
0: to things that I would want to say yes to maybe. But if
1: you feel like maybe you're a little bit more, you're rushing through something and you know, it's something happens in your heart where you're like, okay, I'm rushing through this.
0: Right. I don't do well rushing and squeezing things in when it's like, it's not, it, it, it fogs my head. I don't rushing and, and trying to do too many things just frustrates me. I'm, I'm less patient with you, with the kids. Um, I don't operate well. And so knowing that about myself, I, yeah, I that's huge.
1: And I try to create I, that
0: margin in my schedule.
1: And you're good at reminding me of when I get when I don't slow down mentally, or mm-hmm. I'm, And part of, so much of that I've I've thought I've realized is has to do with perspective, mm-hmm. right? Is understanding the grander perspective of what's what's important, right? I'm right. convinced that one of the biggest tools of the enemy is to make, is to have us care a lot about things that don't matter and have us care a little about things that do
0: and matter in terms of the kingdom of God. Yes.
1: And, eternal value. Yep, right. Yep. So you'll just rush past, like I, our daughters are p- perfect mirrors of like how God is sanctifying <laughs> us. <laughs> right. Cause I'll just be like, yeah, 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 get you know, and I'll like, what am I in such a rush to do right. when they're wanting my attention? Right. What am I so like anxious and, and, about? And it's and always to It's almost, out, yeah. yeah. And like, I, yeah, we we talked about the other day, like getting perspective about you were really uh, frustrated about getting, heading out the door to go. I had
0: a lot of things to do. <laughs>
1: Sorry, this, we we had a bit of an argument about this. Or I don't know. It was well, an argument. It's it was just a because
0: things got set late. I was supposed to drop off someone and then take the girls to the park to meet at a play date. And yes, I shouldn't be stressed about this, but when I don't like to be late for some reason, I don't like to be super late. Five minutes, fine. But ten, 15, 20, it stresses me out. And then I'm like, well, that pushes all of the day back. I know my kids. I, like, I know when what time things are going to start melting down, when we're going to have to push through stuff. And so part of me, I think, is worshiping like comfort and fluidity. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. And you were very, very anxious. <laughs> and yeah. you were being very kind of terse with us as a family. Mm-hmm. And the girls were getting kind of rushed out the door. And there wasn't decorum in some regard. <laughs> and I was like, Selena, what? You're going to the park. <laughs> like, you're going to go, like, sit and talk and play and, like, you can be, it's not something that's, it's perspective and I'm not trying to minimize what you were just explaining. No, it
0: just was time, like, it just means less time but, that we Yeah, can But you can do slow things. down right, and have right, that right. perspective in that right. moment
1: and realize, okay. And that's hard. It's hard to put on the This moment has changed. Yes. The yes. schedule has changed. Yeah. And we're, you roll with it because getting all out, losing that appreciation in right, that moment right. is not helping anything. Right. So.
0: Um so, slowing down is kind of our first point here. Uh, the second point we can't really like be intentional with each other unless we really know each other. Um, knowing each other you know through love languages, of course. Um, Ryan and I still need to do the enneagram, but if you've ever done that, I hear that's really helpful in knowing each other yeah. um, knowing we your talked strengths about and your weaknesses
1: and the last two episodes <laughs> were uh, your family of origin, mm-hmm. so understanding that aspect of who you are yeah.
0: How yeah. that plays into how you relate to each other and how you how you feel appreciated. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel appreciated. How do I feel appreciated, Ryan? Let's put you on the spot.
1: <laughs> you feel appreciated by physical affection. No, that's you. <laughs> you <laughs> you just like want, physical you just affection. just want more of the loving. That's all. <laughs> oh, wait, no. Oh, no, wait, you that's like you. quality time.
0: I do like quality time. You I like, have a hole in that bucket. You
1: love gifts. I do. Yeah.
0: yeah. You love thoughtful
1: gifts yeah. that... You're not materialistic, but you like gifts. You really are. You're unexpected. You're not a materialist person, but yeah. Thank you. Um, and then you also love acts of service. You love, yeah, yeah. Well, all, but you have all, mostly you love the, no, you love getting a little sugar. Yours.
0: <laughs> a little yours butter is, on those biscuits. Oh my goodness.
1: <laughs> I hope that slap came that through. was the
0: slap on the shoulder, <laughs> not anywhere else. <laughs> no, you like, you do like physical touch and words of affirmation. Um, And you do like gifts, but you're not. They're not. They don't speak to you. I think in the same way. You're just kind of like grateful to have them, and that's yeah. Kind of ends there. But
1: love me how I'm in the mood when I'm in the mood to be
0: loved. Yes, (laughs) office quotes can't do one podcast without them. Nope. Um, So I guess you know it's so important to know each other and to know what makes each other feel appreciated. You know, saying to for Ryan to say, I know that you've had a long day or I know that you've been feeling like this lately. Mm-hmm. Like, how can I help you? That makes me feel so appreciated because I know that he is empathizing with me. He's understanding me and he's, uh, you know, he's not just trying to like dismiss what's going on to move on to the next thing. He's taking the time for that. Um, can I, did you want to say anything else? Cause I wanted to just jump in real quick with this, this third one. We have, we have yeah, like four it. points. That one's kind of a sub point. Okay. But this third point, um, like when I was, it's illustrated through a story real quick. But the third point is don't complain. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> it's a big one, right? Don't complain. But when I was growing up, um, I would go down to our family farm in Oregon, and it's an agricultural like farm. They didn't have animals, so it, they used to. Anyways, we would harvest potatoes. My cousins and I would go down. We'd spend about two weeks with my great grandma on her farm with her son, so our uncle and <clears throat> our great uncle, and he, we. They would harvest potatoes every time, same time every year. And we would go out early in the morning and we'd go out late at night because it's super hot during the day in Oregon um, during the summer. And so whenever we went out, though, the big rule with my grandma, she would say, she'd say, okay, you're going to go out with your Uncle Fred and Aunt Nancy. And she said, you don't complain because if you complain, he's going to send you in the house right and that was just like the biggest mm, threat ever like i didn't want to be sent in the house <laughs> i wanted to work in the fields and do potatoes it wasn't like this child labor it was very much like life lessons and yeah and working together on a farm absolutely yeah. and they paid us and everything and it was just this cool we got to earn money and it was just it was really fun and it was a really great process but that was the biggest rule was don't complain and so we were out there just working quietly doing our our work and talking a little bit but i feel like that's such a it, my appreciation for that whole process grew and has grown to this day because, when you complain, you're really just picking apart the goodness, right? You're picking apart, you're you're yeah. throwing it away essentially.
1: Well, complaints are just verbal manifestations right. of discontentment, right? Right. Where right. you're just letting it out and right. feeding it even. Right. And you don't, you never do this right. or our and life the, is bad because of this or.
0: Well, and the Bible reminds us that like every word that we say, we will be held accountable for.
1: And I've been, and you, you, you called me out on it like three or four days ago. You were just like, yeah, you, you've been complaining a lot. <laughs> we were in the car and to be, to be fair. Okay. I, I work from home. <laughs> So traffic is not something I'm used to. And there's some really dysfunctional like traffic revisions mm-hmm. happening near to our house right mm-hmm. now. And I've, and people, oh, it's always the other person's the idiot, right? <laughs> <laughs> and so I was being very verbal mm. and complaining about traffic. Of
0: complaint. <laughs>
1: I just had a chip on my shoulder and yeah. you, you definitely, your loving rebuke did help me oh, see that in my heart. And it's kind of, it was, it was, thank you. It's kind of biting the bullet sometimes, very but you
0: got to do that in your marriage because you love each other. Um, so, so yeah, how don't do we complain. complain about
1: each other? So I think to bring this back how around to complain? marriage. Yeah. Well, okay. So, Oh yeah. So not complaining about each other. Yeah. A lot of discontentment can be fed in the workplace yeah. or around so ladies if you are complaining about your husband in a way that's not constructive to mm. your girlfriends mm-hmm. and they're and you there's this sense of like you're just perpetuating it right. with each other right. and if they're not contending for your marriage that can create a really toxic environment Huge for division. your marriage yep. because now they're saying oh he's such a what whatever right. and he doesn't love you and he, right. he, you deserve better right. and all this kind of stuff that is that Okay, so your husband's not perfect. Huge revelation, right? <laughs> the point is is are you do you have people in your lives that that life that is are helping you contend right. for the life and health of your marriage, right. the life and health of the covenant that God has given you, knowing that that covenant is there for your flourishing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Knowing that, okay, so you can come to them and say my husband we're, we've been struggling a lot with this. Right and not he's just so-and-so like there's a complaining is the the difference between complaining and wanting um help mm-hmm. is that complaining doesn't seek a solution wanting help actually does right right, right? and so that's the difference or right. if you're at work and it it's the flipping a switch between for right. men right? right speaking highly of your wife right with your colleagues right. saying oh my I'm, i love my wife so much. like You can find ways to put this in and make people know, like, I love my wife. Right. Don't talk bad about her because those are fighting words. Right.
0: Well, and sometimes I think that's novel for people to hear and experience, you know, because it's just so easy for us to fall. Yeah, yeah, to hear love and appreciation. And that is one way our light shines for Christ as well. Yes. So just a quick recap of um, how we can start appreciating our spouse is, uh, one, just to slow down. Uh, I know we're going to jump into that next one. Okay. Just, I saw it. Don't worry. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I'm pointing at our notes. But,
0: I want to recap before we get into this last one. So the first one is slow down, um, be intentional. You can't really slow down unless you really know your spouse, know their long- love languages, um, know how, understand how they feel appreciated. Mm. Um, the second one is don't complain, um, seek resolution. <laughs> you know, um, be aware of your words and who you're talking to and what you're talking about. If you have people that are advocating for your covenant, or if you're just complaining to. Vent and feel better about stuff. The third one um, is the one that you want to jump into.
1: Um. Well, is it?
0: Yeah. This is a sub one. Yeah.
1: So the this one. Sorry, the third one.
0: Yeah. Sorry. So slow. Sorry. Slow down. Know your spouse. Don't complain. And then the fourth one. Uh,
1: Set them as your standard. Mm -hmm. And I I want to take a step back and and I'll identify what that is. But I want to look at this verse um, in in Ecclesiastes nine. I actually have in front of me, so I'm going to re- repeat it from um, from memory. But it's it's very it, it hit me at a very pivotal time last month, and I think it applies well here. And it's uh, it's go enjoy. Oh, Selena's giving me the benefit of the doubt. Okay, so go eat your bread with joy. Drink your wine with a merry heart, for God has already approved of what you do. Let let your Mm. garments always be white. Let not oil be lacking on your head. Enjoy life with the wife whom you love all the days of your vain life that he's given you under the sun, because that is your portion in life and in your toil in which you toil under the sun. Whatever your hand finds to do, do it with your might, for there is no work or thought or knowledge or wisdom and shield to which you are going. Mm. But what I love about that is it puts it in perspective and Mm. says like, hey, Okay, and this I love Ecclesiastes for this reason. But it's like this life is is pretty vain, like it's pretty pointless if you think in some existential terms. However, because of God's grace and mm. his goodness, you can enjoy mm. the little things that he's given you. You can obviously because of Jesus we can enjoy salvation, mm. we can enjoy sanctification, we mm-hmm. can enjoy being made holy and living in holy ways that are glorifying to him. And so there's all these things that are available to us, and I think a lot of that comes down to, and and that helps feed this attitude of appreciation, Mm -hmm. of contentment, and just knowing like, yeah, this life is not the end-all be-all. Our end-all be-all is yet to come. It's already, but not yet. It's already been established, been bought and paid for, been granted to us. The deed has been signed. We've been given salvation in Christ. He will stand in our in our stead when it comes time to face God's judgment right. and we, we will be found righteous
0: and if that, because of yes, Jesus. Yes.
1: That is all done. That right. is our hope. So here and now, yeah. Okay. Some things might not go our way, but I can appreciate right. my spouse. We might not have a perfect marriage or you may not be See, a perfect person. Yeah. Not you. I'm saying theoretically. <laughs> no, I
0: know. But if, you know, if you, if, if what Jesus has done for us does not elicit any type of appreciation, then I think we probably need to have a little heart check there because yeah. I, no, nothing like, a. El- Makes my flesh just want to cry out to God and and praise Him and bring mm. Him glory, um, as the work of Christ. Mm. So, next part of our conversation, real quick, is looking at the flip side of if, what happens if we don't appreciate each other. I mean, I think we probably see a lot of fruit from this. Um, looking at John ten ten, when Jesus is talking about He's the Good Shepherd and He's explaining His authority, which I just I love this whole chapter. Yeah. But <clears throat> excuse me, the verse that we're kind of going through to look at this is. Um, again, John ten ten, and it says the thief comes only to steal, steal, kill, and destroy. I came that they might, they may have life and have it abundantly. And then verse eleven: I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. What was um, the
1: part you read that is like? I know my sheep, and my sheep know me.
0: Oh yeah, that was further down in the chapter. I just
1: love that part. Anyway, okay. may not be a, as pertinent to this conversation.
0: <laughs> well, I think it. I think it is when 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 Jesus says, um, you know. I've come for them to have life uh, abundantly. I'm the good shepherd that lays down his life. I mean, that goes, that's where we caught kind of our first point of slowing down and, and sacrificing your schedule, your right. whatever you want to do to be able to love and appreciate and be intentional with your spouse. It's, it's that whole act of laying down your life. Um, <clears throat> and then when you say, you and, know, verse 4.
1: I want to jump in because okay. it sounds like we're proof texting this and making it work for us. But what this comes from, and so why we're applying this to marriage is because Guys, a- as we read in Ephesians 5, mm-hmm. Ephesians five, Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church. Mm-hmm. Wives, submit yourselves mm-hmm. to, to him as your head, to, to your husband as, as the head of your mm-hmm. household, as Christ is the head of the church. Right? So that's what we're getting at. So if, if we are to love each other mm-hmm. and submit to each other in these ways in these Christ-like dynamics— Right, so when we lay ourselves down, mm. these have different expressions in the various issues that that we're facing in marriage. Right, mm-hmm. so for, as we talk about being appreciative and being uh, content, mm-hmm. um, and that will always so lack of appreciation, lack of a con- contentment, which is what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And this point, not appreciating each other, that will always come from a place that is enemy driven, where he's Mm -hmm. trying to steal from us. He's trying to kill aspects of our marriage. He's trying to destroy aspects of our marriage,
0: covenant and our relationship, which is
1: rooted in our own sinful hearts to, to do what. Adam and Eve did in the garden, which is to somehow want to be God right. unto ourselves, right. right? So that temptation is still alive and well in right. the garden of your marriage. Right. And when we when we deny the truths of Scripture and the, the love the loving example of Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. we are submitting ourselves into a manners of, of the devil that mm-hmm. will steal, kill, and destroy.
0: Well, and that goes back to our definition that we started with, with um, of appreciation is the recognition and enjoyment of the good qualities of someone or something. And you know, biblically speaking, seeing and perceiving the goodness and the grace of God and the gifts He's given, you go to Genesis three when the fall happened. That is the opposite mm, of what yeah. the whole flip—not appreciating, not being grateful for the Garden of the Eden, the perfection of Eden, the perfection. Yes. yes, and so the enemy comes. His objective is to steal from us, to steal. Mm. Um, the abundant and enjoyable life that we can have with our spouse, even mm. in the midst of trials and hard times and as we because look at, of Jesus.
1: As we look at covenant theology throughout <laughs> scripture, this is where it gets amazing. So yeah. that we have the kingdom was established. Yeah. Sin broke it. So that God's kingdom was established in Eden, Adam and Eve. It, sin broke it. Mm-hmm. Now the kingdom is being reestablished in Christ and it is being reestablished in the church. Right. So as it, so this Eden Mm-hmm. is, is being rebuilt, mm. right? This perfection is being rebuilt, um, as we're sanctified and it has yet to be completed, right? Already, but not yet Yeah. in terms of it's already s- solved, but it's just not yet here. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so, yeah, we're in the garden,
0: right? Right. right.
1: And the enemy is still there right. seeking to steal, kill and destroy. Right. So I want to talk about this, um, set them as your standard point in terms of not appreciating each other. So yeah. when we were dating, in college, mm-hmm. we, <laughs> I, we went to different colleges. I went to University of Washington. You went to Western Washington University. There's mm-hmm. two hours that separated us, a two-hour drive. Uh, there's 50,000 students at University of Washington. Now, we went there from a high school class of like 60 people. Mm-hmm. So now all of a sudden I'm in an economics class where there's – I'm not exaggerating 500 students mm-hmm. in one classroom. The teacher doesn't even care about you, let alone know your name. Right. If you don't show up, you know, I mean, state colleges are just, there's total anonymity. Nobody knows who you are. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so I'm there and complete culture shock, but I'm happy to be there because I felt like it was what needed to happen. I needed to kind of figure out the world a little bit, not from a like sin standpoint, but just from like, okay, I'm not a sheltered Christian high school kid anymore. And anyway, there's all these beautiful girls walking around. What? What? And I can say that like objectively, like they obviously cared about what they look like and it showed. And they're all over the campus and everybody's like college campus. Everybody's, you know, it's like rabbits, Living right? Everybody's just now. wanting to live their best life <laughs> in that exact moment from moment to moment. Yeah. And, and everybody's pursuing each other and there's all this sexuality and all this kind of stuff. Anyway, I had to make a conscious decision just to say, all right, my, my girlfriend at the time, she's up at Western. She is my standard of beauty. Mm. I had to make that distinction in my head you know that anything that anyone that looks not like selena like i love selena's brown eyes i love her brown hair i love that she's five foot four i love that she's got freckles that are amazing I love the way she talks. But even the if my twin walks.
0: was there, if my if a twin appeared like me, she would be she the closest was possible
1: thing to beauty, beauty in my life <laughs> besides you.
0: But you would not want her. But
1: the personality would be yeah. <laughs> so you just found a loophole. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: I'm very possessive when but, I, if you can't tell.
1: <laughs> but no, what I'm just... saying is that like, I and that's not you're not feeding a delusion. But what it did is. It, I'm not denying that there are other like beautiful people in this world beautiful women mm-hmm. but what I'm saying is that my affections are for one mm. and my affections are dedicated to that one and I'm just choosing to affix my my preferences on everything that she is and not entertain useless you know right. diversions from right. that. And And so that's what I mean by making them your standard. Now it's beauty is one thing, but also your standard for personality your standard for, and that
0: made me, I think that that time away, we consciously made the decision by the push, like encouragement of our parents. They would have been fine either way, but to go to separate colleges, we had spent two years in high school together. We thought this is probably wise to go to college, kind of learn to stand on our own two feet a little bit in the world. And yeah, no, when I went there, of course there's guys everywhere. Right. And you see ugly them, guys.
1: Okay. <laughs> I'm a little nervous there. <laughs> Perfect time to have my no. voice give out on me.
0: <laughs> so no, there's, there's obviously there's not like not every guy is ugly, right? In college, there's there's good looking guys, and you, love you have converse. <laughs> I did not interrupt you. Sorry. So there was, yes, I think there was a time that I was like, huh, this guy seems nice. He's kind of cute. Like we talked about our music class, whatever. But the more that he wasn't like you, the less I liked him. I was just like, you and I have so much history together. Even in just these two years of high school, you the biggest thing that was a deterrent to me about any other guy was that they did not love Jesus like you love Jesus. And I, I knew in my heart that you... Would not compromise on things that you loved Jesus, and you would make me love Jesus more through us being like it. Just it was solidifying to me just how much you loved God and how much you wanted to live out of what He has done for you, and that has always been like the beat of my heart. I feel like so. I appreciated that about you. I appreciated, of course, how handsome you are. Mm. Your brown eye, grainish brown eyes. <laughs> <laughs> what, what,
1: what color are your eyes again? <laughs> Oh, yeah, whatever that is. I like that. <laughs> I like that.
0: <laughs> no, so I think that really just plays into, you know, appreciating. When you don't appreciate, you have no standard, and yeah. that, that can be dangerous, I think. But mm-hmm. when you're looking to each other as the, your standard and your desire. Yeah. Um,
1: so I, I, want, I think this will be the final thing I want to drive home, and then we'll do the couple's conversation challenge, is that appreciation is not an automatic thing mm, all the time. Yeah. So you have to yeah. you have to cultivate a taste yeah, for things that you have to appreciate.
0: It's taken us a long right? time. You talk to any yeah. sommelier,
1: right? Somebody who ex- is an expert in wine, for example. <laughs> there's a lot of nuances there in the smell, the taste, the texture, all these different right. things, the appearance. Yeah, it's a full thing. How it complements other foods. Right. Like you're you you need to become a sommelier for your spouse, <laughs> in that you appreciate the nuances of who they are, yes. and you train your. Train your palate to appreciate mm-hmm. one another. Mm-hmm. That's a training thing. So yeah. a lot of times in our world, especially, we see love as reactive. <clears throat> you know that if I don't feel it, it's not there. Right. Right. No, love is an action that cultivates an emotion. Mm. Right. If I choose to love you, I'm choosing to love you by seeing you for who you are, for mm-hmm. who Christ has made you, how He's identified you as a son of, as a daughter of God, how you've been made in God's image. If I cultivate that. That, and I love you because of that in mm-hmm. your good and bad, that will lead to emotions of affection mm-hmm. emotions of of emotions of love mm-hmm. and desire, mm-hmm. but we have to train our palates mm-hmm. okay and that, I just want to make that very really clear um to those who are listening that that 's not something like if you don 't feel like you appreciate your spouse, just know that you can train yourself, you can. It's and just starting. Yeah. You, you, can, you can be intentional about this. It,
0: yep. I agree. I agree. It's, it's finding, finding the smaller for us, maybe even looking back over the 15 years and what are things that I just uh, so appreciate and love about you and seeing how those things have really mm. grown and bloomed and flourished, um, has really, again, it just, it's like, it's just, it keeps Appreciation, What is it? Gratefulness begets gratefulness or something. Mm -hmm. It just keeps growing and multiplying. Yeah, it's exponential. Yes, yes. I want to, so the (coughs) couple's conversation (laughs) challenge,
1: um, clearly ask yourselves the question, are you appreciating your spouse? Mm -hmm. right, so sit down. This is going to be really tangible. Sit down with them. Talk about the culture of appreciation in your family. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to say, write down five things that you appreciate about each other. Mm -hmm. So try to set aside an hour tonight or sometime this week sit down and talk about the culture appreciation mm-hmm. you know versus like complaining all those sorts of things just just take an introspective look mm-hmm. try not to argue <laughs>
0: well, and then um, write down five things another way you can do this too is you know have the conversation. Set the time aside just have the conversation are you appreciating each other how are you not feeling like you're appreciated or how do you where do you think is a person are you lacking in appreciating your spouse and then maybe take some take that next day like during your lunch hour or something and write out five things that you appreciate your spouse sometimes i feel intimidated to like write things about you okay with you sitting right there
1: that's your call you can <coughs> listener, but you just, can do what yes. works best for yes. you that's just good take some okay. time
0: and really think about that and i think it'll be a blessing to to all of you so okay um
1: with that said i think i think that's a good um we had a good conversation i, yeah. I love you and i appreciate you for that you're very articulate um Just so you know. That's one thing I appreciate about you. Are you
0: moving me on? That's
1: one thing I appreciate about you. Good. Um, So, okay. We have a new new pair of books coming out. (laughs) We're transitioning now. (laughs) We have a new pair of books. It's called 40 Prayers for My Husband, 40 Prayers for My Wife. It'll be out in about four weeks. We never know. It takes a long time. The final part is always the longest. Yeah. Um, But if you want to get on that early release list, we're going to have some pretty good... um, Pre-orders. incentives for you to pre-order it uh, because printing thousands of books is really expensive and it's better to have pre-orders so that we can not have to go out of pocket all the time. <laughs> anyway, go to transparency, yeah, transparency, 40 prayers.com. You go there, you can sign up, just, just a simple email address, and then we'll email you when that's ready. Uh Next week, we are going to be doing what we said we were going to do this week, and that's just Q&A. And so uh, if you have any questions, feel free to submit those through our number, 971-333-1120. We're going to try to get through as many Q&A mm-hmm. deals as we can. Uh You can also ask us anything at fiercemarriage.com slash ask, A-S-K, All right. With that said, if you haven't yet subscribed to this podcast on iTunes, uh, you can also rate us. We'd really appreciate that. Just give us a number of stars you think we have earned as your loyal podcasters. Um, also share it with some friends because that's one of the primary ways that people find this is to say, Hey, there's a gospel centered marriage podcast out there. Listen, if you know, not in a sense where like you need this, (laughs) but in a sense of like we found (laughs) this helpful. I've learned this. Yeah. This has been
0: helpful. And we do take, um, uh, you know, I don't know how to say this, but criticisms, I guess, we take them into consideration and, and well. Sometimes we know we get on rabbit trails, so we really have tried to rein that in and we try to stay on topic for everybody. But we also love each other and have conversations and laugh together. And that's I think part that's, of okay. that's yeah. part of the medium. That's part of the medium, too, is it's not you a good super... You can hit that fast forward button yeah, if you don't want to.
1: Skip 15 seconds every time. <laughs> I do it on every podcast I listen to, <laughs> so I just assume that you do it as well. So, anyway to To do a quick quick summary, so that you have this in the back of your mind on this converse, on this um topic, how can you appreciate your spouse? Um, slow down, be intentional number one, number two uh know know them by you know do some introspection, look at their love language, uh look at enneagrams, look at all that stuff uh three don't complain four uh see them as your standard um, and so much of that is seeing and appreciating them for who they are and, mm. and gaining a palette for each other so mm-hmm. anyway. Thank you so much for listening.
0: Yep. Do you want to close us in prayer or should I? Selena, you you do it. I
1: feel like I've prayed the last few times, so oh, I'd okay. love to hear from you.
0: All right. God, thank you so much for this time and these listeners. I pray that you would help us to recognize um, your goodness and your grace uh, that you've given to us in our spouses. Um, if we're struggling right now to see the goodness, if we're feeling divided, if we feel like some of our marriage has been killed and destroyed and is being stolen from us, Lord, I pray that you would redeem this time. Um, that you are faithful to redeem this this time of feeling lost. I pray that there would be some reconnection. Um, there would be some recognition of of your goodness um, inside of our marriage and f- help us to have eyes to see our spouse, um, mm-hmm. ears to hear what is being said and not being said. God show us, make the path clear. You are so faithful to show us how to love and be intentional and appreciate each other, mm-hmm. um, first of all, through Jesus and how he has you have shown us your love and appreciation, God, and your goodness to us. We love you, God, and thank you again for all these listeners. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: Amen. All right, guys, thanks again for listening, and we will see you in seven days. And this episode is?
0: In the can.
1: All right, everybody, stay fierce. Thank you for listening to the Fierce Marriage Podcast.